1: The SenseMaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is SenseMaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. I'm watching a video of a young woman. She's filming herself driving a car. She's alone, traveling on a desert highway and she's talking to the camera. She's Lujain Al-Hathloul, a Saudi Arabian women's rights activist, and it's 2014. She's saying that what she's trying to do is drive from the United Arab Emirates, where she holds a driving licence and owns a car, over the border into Saudi, where it's illegal for women to drive. She signs off the video with a smile and she says, let's see what happens. What happened was this. She was arrested immediately after crossing the border. She was charged with the crime of driving while female and spent two months in jail. Once she got out, she kept on pushing for change in Saudi. She wanted to see an end to the country's male guardianship system, which prevented women from working, studying, travelling abroad and marrying without the permission of a male relative. In 2018, she was arrested again. There was a really grim irony to the timing. A matter of weeks afterwards, the Saudi government made it legal for women to drive. And then they started to relax the guardianship rules. But Lujain al Hathlul was kept in jail, even though the things she'd campaigned for were now legal. After almost three years in prison, she was released last week. It's definitely worth celebrating her release and her amazing bravery in standing up to one of the world's most repressive regimes. But there's a big question hanging over the story after the Saudi government kept her locked up for so long. Why have they let her out now?
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Over the last few years, Saudi Arabia has changed a lot. Before 2018, there were no cinemas, concerts were banned, men and women couldn't mix in public, and the country was basically closed to tourists. All those things are allowed now. And for women, there have been even more changes. Women can now get a driver's license, they can travel abroad, and they can work without the permission of a male relative. There's one hugely powerful person behind these shifts. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman is the favourite son of Saudi Arabia's ruler, King Salman. And he wants to modernise the closed-off kingdom. To onlookers, what Mohammed bin Salman was doing in Saudi Arabia seemed pretty revolutionary. He was hailed by world leaders as this brilliant, determined young reformer who would transform this ultra-conservative country. But soon, the shine started to wear off. Mohammed bin Salman wasn't quite what he seemed. Since he became Crown Prince in 2017, there have been a catalogue of shocking human rights violations and a devastating humanitarian crisis. Under his command, 200 members of Saudi's elite were rounded up and locked in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel for interrogation on corruption charges. There were reports of beatings and even torture. Human rights activists and journalists have been imprisoned and the CIA says that he ordered the brutal murder of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. You remember, he was the man who was lured to the Saudi consulate in Turkey and then killed there. Over the last four years, 500 people have been executed in the kingdom. And MBS, as he's known, launched a war in Yemen which has brought it to the brink of starvation. MBS presents himself as this reformer on the world stage but at home he's crushed anyone who dares to challenge his authority. And people who've questioned how the country is run, people like Liu Jain Al-Hathloul, they've been taught a lesson.
0: Why give women the freedom to drive and then imprison one of the most high-profile women who fought for the right to drive?
1: The issue has nothing to do with that. As I mentioned to you in the beginning, there are laws in Saudi Arabia that must be respected. By keeping Liu Jain under lock and key, MBS was broadcasting a message to other activists like her. There is only one authority with the power to make change in Saudi. The royal family. On the whole, the rest of the world has tolerated MBS's behavior. In fact, he's kind of been enabled by his cozy relationship with Donald Trump. Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, a friend of mine, a man who has really done things in the last five years in terms of opening up Saudi Arabia, and I think especially what you've done for women. But there's a new guy in the White House, and he's promised that Saudi Arabia won't get a free pass anymore. America is back. Diplomacy is back. You are the center of all that I intend to do.
0: Biden reversed course from former President Donald Trump's support for the Saudi-led military intervention in Yemen's civil war.
1: This war has to end. And to underscore our commitment, we're ending all American support for offensive operations in the war in Yemen, including relevant arms sales. It doesn't feel like a coincidence that Saudi released its most famous women's rights activist from jail a week after that speech. And Lujain Al-Hatloul's family don't think it's a coincidence either. Here's her sister, Alia.
0: Of course, Saudi Arabia's uh,
1: uh, situation is tightly connected to what's going on in the US. It is a fact that she was released few days, few weeks after Biden's arrival to power. Lujain's other sister, Lina, thinks something else is going on too.
0: MBS as a reformer, I think we could uh, believe it at the beginning, because we didn't really know who he who, who he was. Uh, but now that it's been years um, that he's been um, uh, doing crime after crime, it's only about his image. You know, uh, everything he's doing is for his image and to be legitimate, um, to be the one uh, the, the West chooses, basically.
1: Ultimately, Lujain Al-Hatloul's release doesn't change all that much. Saudi Arabia is going to have to do a lot more to truly reform itself. There is reason to hope that Saudi might actually be moving, slowly, in the right direction. But there's also reason to believe that the changes being made now are basically just cosmetic. The question is, will President Biden be satisfied with superficial changes in Saudi? Or is he going to demand more than that? Saudi Arabia is, of course, still an important partner for the Americans in the Middle East. So it's easy to talk tough. But sticking to your word, that's much harder. Thanks for listening today. We think you'd enjoy our other podcast too, The Slow Newscast. In this week's episode, the team has been investigating what really happened with GameStop. To listen to it in full, type Slow Newscast into your Spotify search bar. And before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news, and we also make that weekly podcast, The Slow Newscast, where we tell one story in depth. I'd love for you to download it and give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker.
0: I'm James Harding. I'm the editor of Tortoise and the host of The News Meeting. It's the podcast where we try and make sense of what should be leading the news with three people who each come and pitch the story that they think matters the most. On the latest episode, we're joined by the journalist, historian and author Satnam Sanghera. Like almost everyone, we go down the rabbit hole of that Princess of Wales photo editing story and then Satnam explains why he thinks the Church of England paying reparations for its links to slavery should really be leading the news. Just search for Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts and follow the feed so you don't miss an episode.